And this season, I feel so at home in my body. It is a beautiful experience, and I have really had to train my mind to be content with my body, to be thankful for what it can do while working towards things like aging well and continuing to take care of it. It's been tricky and messy, and I've had to adjust a lot along the way, but it has been completely worth it. Hey, I'm Jess. I am obsessed with all things nutrition, science, and helping you navigate this information while maintaining a deep sense of peace and empowerment in your body. I'm a registered dietitian who started out with an eating disorder and then absolutely fell in love with learning about how God intricately designed our body to be resilient and so much more than superficially beautiful. I'm now a mama who loves to be healthy, not because of how it makes me look, but because of how it has transformed the energy I can give to my family, friends, and you. Here on the show, we hit on real talk around the latest nutrition science and body image resiliency, all while balancing it between grit and grace. Think of this as your weekly audio coffee to encourage you in your empowered eating journey. This is the Fuel Her Awesome podcast. We are coming out of our routine reset challenge. Last week on the show, we dropped many episodes every single day, and y'all worked really hard to totally reset a new routine. It was awesome. You worked hard, and I think we felt a lot of excitement that comes along with new goal setting and new season. So after a week of work and getting back to my morning routine, getting in the rhythm of preparing my meals and snacks, setting some goals, honestly, it felt really, really good. And then Friday night came. (laughs) And to be totally honest with you, I plopped myself down on the couch with Chinese food and my family, a good movie, and had every intention of staying up late, scrolling on Pinterest, looking at fall decor, not working out in the morning, turning it back off. Now, I have some days where I want to wake up early and absolutely crush life do all the things I set out to do, everything we talked about last week. And then I have some days that I want to stay up late watching my latest Netflix binge without washing my face and kind of letting those responsibilities and goals fall to the wayside. So today, this is exactly what I want to break down. We are going to talk about how some days we want to see how far we can push our body, how strong we can get it. We want to accomplish things and other days... We are totally content in some baggy sweatpants on the couch with Ben and Jerry's. I've alluded to this balance several times on the show, and it is actually a full module inside my Empowered Eating Method program. It's this balance of discipline and flexibility, intentionality and freedom, or my new favorite motto, grit and grace. While it has been woven into many of the discussions, I haven't spent a whole episode here talking about it. And so coming off the routine reset, Entering into this new season, I thought it would be perfect timing to break this down in efforts to guard against the all or nothing mentality because there are some nuances in here that we have to acknowledge so that we don't see grit and grace as all or nothing or black or white. So whether you are just starting the process of your empowered eating journey, maybe you're starting to dip your toe in. Maybe you are revisiting it because you were distracted for a while. Wherever you are at, I know this episode is going to be really great for you because it's a conversation. It is one that prompts thought, invites you to psychologically stretch, and most of all, gives you permission to find peace wherever you are in your journey. 
At the heart of the Fuel Her Awesome show is empowering you to set down confusion about nutrition and push aside that tiny nagging voice that tells you you are anything but awesome. I love to do this by teaching empowered eating. The empowered eating method includes orienting your goals based on your values, understanding your body's biofeedback instead of relying on the scale while learning about nutrition science. This podcast scratches on the surface of empowered eating, and if you're looking for more, you can snag a spot in my free workshop, How to Eat Intuitively and Hit Your Goals. You can also find all of my favorite supplements, how to work with me one-on-one, and so much more. All of this can be found over at JessBrownRD.com. All right, let's dive into the good stuff on today's show. Okay, since you're here, I am guessing you can relate to this tug-of-war of wanting to do all the things and then not wanting to do the things. I imagine you do because you're here, you're listening to this, and you're a part of this conversation. So I'm really excited to share with you how you don't have to choose between the two sides. And I'm excited about it because I think this conversation and understanding the nuances between grit and grace or discipline and flexibility, it can actually help guard us against disappointment and keep us going along our empowered eating journey. So I have a side of me, I think of it as like my fiery spirit, this part of me that just absolutely loves goal crushing. I have a competitive nature to me. I'm super ambitious. I like to do new things and I like to challenge myself. This has always, always been a part of me. I mean, I remember being in high school, getting up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym with my dad, which if you remember high school, like nobody wants to get up early. I was one of very few in my friend circle, but I would go with him because I wanted to make the varsity soccer team. And I knew in order to do that, I needed to work extra hard. I had some natural talent, but I had to work hard at developing that natural talent to be able to play varsity at the high school that I was at. I was not afraid of doing the hard work. And now I have some pretty ambitious goals even now, right? Like I'm getting ready to go into my fourth decade of life and I want to be able to do things like handstack and walks and CrossFit competitions. Like I've got that gnarly edge to me. That being said, for a season of my life, this side was what dominated all of my actions. This was the side that over-dominated everything I did with my health, my exercise. And I think what happened is that this really good thing about me, it actually became more of like a God thing, something I obsessed over, something I worshiped, and it eventually turned into an eating disorder. Now, this shift away from obsessing about food, it started in my early 20s, but I think the final and most impactful shift was when I became pregnant with my first son. Now, let me just preface this. I'm going to talk a little bit about getting pregnant and some of the obstacles that came and the parts of me that changed. I do not think you have to be a mom or go through pregnancy to experience any of the changes I'm about to talk about. This is just how it was for me in my journey. So I was 28 at the time, and at that point, honestly, I thought I had worked through all of my eating disorder stuff and my body image hangups because I felt really good in my body. You know, I felt empowered. It was great. But there was a caveat to this that I was not aware of at the time, and that was that I felt great in my body because it looked the way I wanted it to. I was intuitively eating. I was free-flowing with my food but I was also 28 with a high metabolism and a busy schedule. So some of those stars were just quite honestly aligned. And I didn't realize how 
I hadn't quite overcome everything at that time. So while I became pregnant, my body, obviously it's like out of your control, right? Things are changing. Mine grew so fast. Like I was one of those that the doctors told me I needed to watch my weight gain. I needed to slow it down. I remember things like I turned a corner and one of my bosses said to me, whoa, I was like, hey, like, I don't need you to react to me like that. (laughs) Kind of hurt my feelings. There was one time also I was going into a football game and a stranger, no joke, a stranger stopped and said, hey, I don't think they allow explosives in here, like insinuating that I was about to pop. And I was like, huh. Now, one of the hardest ones that I had to work through was at the time I was working in an intensive outpatient program for an eating disorder treatment center. And I had clients pointing out how large my body was compared to what it had been. I will never forget one of my clients looked at me and she said, I'm just really glad you know what it feels like to be this way, almost with this like sense of validation in her own journey that my body had changed. And it was hard for me to hear all that. If I'm being totally honest, it triggered a lot of my own body image struggles. It exposed the fact that one of my roots, one of the things that was holding my body empowerment together was that the outcome was in alignment with what I wanted, with what a lot of what diet culture says is beautiful or acceptable. And at the root of it, I thought I could control my body. Here now at 28 being pregnant, body's changing, things are moving. I struggled to appreciate the miracle of pregnancy because I became consumed with this discomfort of my body being out of my control. I fought it for several weeks. And then thank God, thank God, something in me started to shift. I decided to wave the white flag on my body image war. I bought clothes that fit. I accepted that workout and movement was different. I even started to embrace some of the changes that made me uncomfortable. Like I totally had one of those belly buttons that popped out. And you know what? I just started rocking. I started wearing t-shirts and and showing it off. I think the last part of my body image battles truly died when my son was born. When I had him and I went into labor, it was intense and awesome and something I'm really proud of. But what impacted me the most was actually my husband's reaction to my son's birth. I could honestly get choked up just thinking about this, but he actually watched me push Bruin out of my body, which is so powerful. But you hear kind of in general conversation, like men say things like, you can't unsee that or, you know, you don't want to look. And that was kind of the narrative I had gone into labor with was I didn't want Patrick to see me from that angle. And you know, I didn't know how that impact our intimacy and lots of fears around that. Well, he ended up watching because that's just him. He like couldn't not. And his reaction was so profound. He was blown away with how my body was capable of something like that and actually grew more attracted to me, gave me, and obviously there's the whole element of bringing a son into the world and and that bond, but seeing how he respected the functionality of my body was humbling and incredibly powerful. What the message that was sent to me was through this is that the most amazing part about my physical being is not what I do with it. It's not how I dress it. It's not even how it performs. The most amazing part about my body are the parts I have absolutely no control over. Rather, it is the miracles that my body can be a part of, like birth or connection or service. It is those miracles 
that are truly what is to be explored and excited about when it comes to my body. So after my son was born, I have to say the scales between grit and grace really swung heavily towards grace. I found gratitude for my body. Most of all, I found a lot of peace and it was a peace I had been searching for for years and years and years. I lived there for quite a while. And then after a few years of peace and food freedom and just letting that gratitude sink in, I did start to notice my biofeedback, letting me know I needed to do some things to take care of my body, not in a better way necessarily, but in a different way. I again had to adjust my focus, implementing this time a bit more grit. And so I adjusted again. And this is where weightlifting and higher protein and more fruits and veggies started entering into my life. But if I look back over the last 10 years since having my son, I do see this swing between grit and grace and the action taker in me and also the part of me that just wants to relax. And instead of feeling like I have to choose, I find so much peace in knowing that the swing is okay. Honestly, I'm not sure if we're meant to find a perfect balance with these two in this life. I just am not sure that that's the objective at all. Rather, I think the goal is learning to be present and aware enough to navigate the seasons while carrying this deep sense of peace. So how do we do this? How do we find peace? How do we trust the swings? How do we not fall back into this all or nothing mentality that takes us back to the extreme behaviors when it comes to food? How do we do it? By continually inviting ourselves to stay present and align our actions with our values. So this means understanding that each season will yield different results, but the roots that we hold are the same. So I like metaphors. And when I think of a tree, I think a tree is a great metaphor modeling this for us. So we see a tree shift through the various seasons. Winter, there's no leaves. Spring, new life starts to come back. Summer is vibrant and full. And then fall, there's a shedding and letting go of. I watch the trees as they shift through each of these seasons. But the one thing that's constant is that their roots are strong. And they have to have those strong roots to not just survive the seasons or any storms that may come, but to actually thrive through the season. So for me, those roots are our values. Mine are faith, family, meaningful work, and fun. And I have to be really strong in those to be able to accurately navigate the season. So when it comes to finding this deep sense of peace as we balance grit and grace, we have to continually invite ourselves back to our roots, back to our values. If you don't know what your values are, your top three to five values, do yourself a favor right now. Google values work. Find out and identify. Put words to what you value most. Doing this helps you calibrate everything you do with your health, with your food, with your sleep routine, with what kind of workouts you're doing. It helps you calibrate that to what matters, not to diet culture, not to weight loss that someone told you you have to attain, not to some of the narrative we have in our head, not to the good or bad food list. No, we are in the driver's seat and it allows us to be present and the author of our own life, truly. It helps us to direct our life the way we want it to go. 
in my Empowered Eating program, this is actually the first module we walk through and we do it for that very reason. We cannot set health goals. We cannot start to do new and hard and challenging things if we don't have our sales set right, if we don't know where we're going and why we are doing it. So truly when it comes back to this balance of grit and grace, we have to stay centered in our values. We have to be able to constantly reassess this season we are in and how that balance between working hard and also giving ourselves grace and peace, how it shows up based on how we are able to live out our values. This is actually an exercise I do at least twice a year, at least twice, sometimes more. Generally, I tend to pull out my values work when I'm shifting seasons, like I did it just last week when we were doing the routine reset. I'm going into August, you know, new rhythms of life are coming. I knew I wanted to be a bit more intentional with a lot of things going on because I'm coming off of a season of fun. Summer was a blast, but it was time for me to shift back into the grit phase a bit more. But I keep that balance by constantly asking myself, am I living out my values? And how does my health impact living out those values? I think a lot of us know inside what's most important to us, but there is so much noise out there that can distract us. I mean, you turn any news channel on, you're going to see the latest updates on what's the best way to lose weight and how to lose weight and all the dangers of being overweight. And while some of that information may not be wrong, we have to remember that we're coming at it with a story and a history and a complex relationship with food. So we have to have our values clear and in front of us so that we know how to filter that information. Same thing this goes for social media. There my gosh, there's so many different types of health coaches and dietitians on there. And I mean, I'm one of them, right? We're all sharing our favorite and preferred methods around eating. But again, it's not wrong information. We just have to know how to filter it. And we have to have our values at the forefront of our health journey in order to do that. This is the step that I think most people don't want to do because they want to jump like to the fuel planning. Like, just tell me how much protein to eat and tell me how to do this. But we have to have this piece first. When I sign a new client and she comes to me and she says, I am ready to make these changes because it impacts my ability to be wife, mom, worker, sister, daughter. When that's the reason, we are starting from really solid ground. I know that girl's roots have grown deep. So for you for today, what I want to invite you to do is look at some of the ways you may swing between grit and grace. Do you fall into the all or nothing trap there or are you centered enough with your values that you can appreciate the swing and not be quite so afraid of the swing, rather more curious and knowing that every step of your health journey, you can carry a sense of peace in the body you are in because you trust the process. Thank you so much for tuning in today, my friend. My hope for you is that you snag those values And whether it's your first time evaluating them or it's your gazillionth time, there's so much opportunity in checking out those values and realigning them with our actions today. I hope you have a beautiful, value-driven, present, and most of all, peaceful rest of your day. Cheers and happy eating.
Gosh, I'm so glad you joined me today. If today encouraged you, would you take a minute and encourage me by leaving a review for the show? I read every single one of these reviews and your words, they mean so much to me. This podcast is here to support you weekly, but it only scratches the surface. To learn more on how you can become an empowered eater, snag my free workshop, how to eat intuitively and hit your goals without obsessing over food at jessbrownrd.com. Don't forget to join me right here next Monday where I cannot wait to fuel your awesome. Cheers, my sweet friend, and happy eating.